Hey, everybody. Melissa McKenzie, publisher of The American Spectator, here on The Spectacle with my co-host, Scott McKay, contributing editor of The American Spectator, and of course, publisher of The Hayride and Reviver.com, and the best-selling author of Racism, Revenge, and Ruin. So buy it now. Yes. We're, we're talking today about something of earth-shattering importance, probably the most important segment we may have ever done here at The Spectacle. Um, and we're talking about the one, the only Taylor Swift. Now I have to say this about Taylor Swift, all right? Taylor Swift has had one good song. It was her first hit <laughs> and it's gotten worse from there. I don't like Taylor Swift. I I don't, she uses the same three chords for every song. She has not shown any progression as an artist, either lyrically or musically. I am generally annoyed by her person. I don't get it. I never have gotten it. And I love music. Like I love music, all kinds of music. So like, I'm not even a, against, a, a, I'm not a pop snob. So I, I like pop music. I'll listen to pop music. Um, Britney Spears, it has some fun, catchy hits and more talent in her pinky than Taylor Swift has in that whole, you know, six, six foot tall gazelle body of hers. I'm not interested in Taylor Swift. I, I had a small, tiny dilemma when Kanye was mean to her on the stage because I thought that was kind of uncouth. But if I had to choose between Kanye and 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 Taylor, Kanye all the way. Kanye has talent. Okay, that's my my perspective on this. And so I don't care who she's dating. I don't care who she's stuffing. I don't care about all her stupid boyfriends. I don't know why anybody dates her. Frankly, she's a problem. But, you know, and she has in her Twitter bio, she's like, um, um, it's me. Basically, I'm, I'm the problem, it's me. And I, a truer bio has never been written. Okay, so I, I just, the, the, the Kardashians on their worst day are less annoying than Taylor Swift is in five minutes. That's how I feel. And so... All this Kelsey stuff, this football guy, more power to him. God bless him Good and good luck, you know? I, I wish them all the best. I don't care. So there's that. As, as a complete side issue from the Taylor, you know, Kelsey thing, which there's a huge conspiracy theory online. We, we were talking about this, that... George Soros owns Taylor Swift's um, money. Scooter Braun sold her catalog for $300 million to a fund that Soros owns uh, as part owner in. So he's partial owner in that. She was talking crap about George Soros and Scooter Braun and all of the people who bought her catalog in 2019. And then in 2020, suddenly shut up and uh, went big for the Democrats and all of this. So there's been a conspiracy theory about that, that maybe somebody had gotten to her, if you know what I mean. And I think you knew. 
And so that happened. And since then, you know, and her dumbass boyfriend is a Pfizer guy and, you know, get the COVID shot. So between these two things and, oh, by the way, the um, Super Bowl is rigged and his team is going to win. And then on this grand platform, Joe Biden and his team have a Swiftian strategy is what I read somewhere. I wanted to throw up. But okay. So, Scott, did I miss anything about this inane topic? <laughs> well, I just, you know, I think you might have oversold it some there, Melissa. I mean, you, you know, you just said before that this was the most important thing and then you denigrated it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, um, I I don't know if it's it's the most important thing in the pantheon of annoying uh topics i mean oh. um okay i am every bit as annoyed by taylor swift as you um you know i'm not a fan of the music i'm especially not a fan of the lyrics to taylor swift songs um and this is something you're going to hear me talk okay over wait and wait over wait i think we need to pause here for a moment for all of you um, alpha males out there, Scott McKay, conservative commentator at the American Spectator, extraordinaire, knows Taylor Swift lyrics. Scott McKay has looked up Taylor Swift's lyrics and read them. Okay. Okay. That, that's oh, not to say I that I know. actually know. I don't know if I believe you, but okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let me finish and then you will understand the context by which I bring this up. Okay. All right. Okay, so there's the overwhelming theme in practically every one of her hit songs, which is trashing the ex-boyfriend and mm -hmm. talking about um, sort of the, um, it's a girl boss thing, but it's a relationship girl boss thing that pervades all of these lyrics, okay? It's, you know, like, I'm a female, nobody seems to understand me, woe is me, these guys are all trash, yada, yada, yada. That's kind of what you get from, like, all of her songs, mm -hmm. okay? Now, and you'll hear me do this over and over and over again because it explains everything. And that's, you know, the four numbers that control American society are that married men are R plus 20, meaning 60% Republican, 40% Democrat, okay? Mm -hmm. Married women are R plus 14, which is 57% Republican, 43% Democrat. Unmarried men are R plus seven, and single women are D plus 37, okay? The people who control all of the cultural institutions in this country, they control advertising, they control the TV networks, they go, they're all Obama Democrats, they're all highly political. Okay, we are in a in a hyper political atmosphere in this country where politics pervades every aspect of the culture. Okay. And those are the people that run the institutions. They know these numbers. And so their number one project in a country that's practically 50-50 Democrat Republican right now, their number one project is to accentuate that D plus 37 and get as many people into that demographic as they possibly can. Meaning they want to make sure that women stay single. 
because that is how they can win elections going forward. Okay. Married people do not buy into the pieties and catechisms of the modern day left. Okay. Married people are raising children and have, you know, a family and have responsibilities. Okay. And they can't afford the magical thinking that the left offers to this country. So, they must keep as many women single as they can. There is no better vehicle for that than Taylor Swift, who is, what, 33 years old, has never been married, has gone through a succession of, of bad relationships with mostly, you know, famous kind of Obama Democrat type of guys, okay, and is here to tell you in every one of her songs that men are trash, all right? Now, she's dating Travis Kelsey. How serious it is, no one really knows. Oh, are you one of um, those people who thinks that it's a, a made-up thing? I'm not making a judgment on that one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I don't know how serious this thing is, okay? You know, the, the Chiefs beat the Ravens, and like, like so she comes on the field, and there's the big hug, and I'm like, well, okay, that looks all right. Um <laughs> looks all right now I mean, okay it doesn't look is... completely contrived i don't know i don't know well the thing but, but the point is is it like Travis you... kelsey is wait scott why do you hate love this is what i saw on twitter why can't conservatives just be happy for a young beautiful successful couple well because he's making more money selling pfizer vaccines than he is making uh he makes plan for the chiefs um and because this thing is foisted on us, nobody else's girlfriend who plays in the NFL is on TV after every time every play he makes. That doesn't happen. Okay. The closest thing that you had to that, I gotta go back several years. Um uh when AJ McCarron was the quarterback for Alabama and his fiance who was this like the most gorgeous woman ever uh, was uh, somewhere in a suite or something or in the stands. She wasn't even in the suite. She was in the stands. Alabama, I think it was Notre Dame. Alabama was beating the car out of the national championship. And they put the camera on the fiance, you know, and she's all happy. Alabama's beaten Notre mm -hmm. Dame by like five touchdowns at the time. You know, they put it on her. The entire country was like, whoa. Right. Because <laughs> you talk about, this girl is hot. And Brent Musburger, who was calling the game, was like, whoa, there's a looker. Right. Like there's something like that. Mm -hmm. And they went ballistic that Musburger would compliment this woman on how good looking she was. Mm -hmm. Prior to Taylor Swift coming along, that was the like the most demonstrative, um, you know, looking into the, the the stands viewing that TV had ever done in football. I don't know. I mean, wait, wait. I'm thinking of what's the the Se Seattle Seahawks um, QB and his wife. Well, was, Russell Wilson is with the Broncos now. Seattle. His wife was oh, which uh, which rap? His wife's like a rap star. No, no, she's a singer, but she's absolutely gorgeous, and there was a lot of attention. They're such a cute yeah. couple. Well, so, yeah, I mean, she's a wacko too, but um, uh, is she? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Who, I can't remember which one it is, but she was a wacko. And I don't think they stuck together. I think when he when he signed no, with the Broncos, they're still, they no, they're still married. I, I'm pretty sure. Yes, 
I think you're thinking the wrong people. Anyway, I'm I, I anyway. anyway, um, yeah, but it's never been like this with the no, with, oh no, like, well, but he makes is... a catch, boom, into the suites we go, and it's Taylor Swift <laughs> cutting the doing this whole thing, and what's her name? Who's the uh the daughter of the guy that owns the Chiefs? Who's also is like a model or something? Okay. Uh, it's like like Chloe Hunt or something like that. Gracie Hunt, Gracie Hunt, the model. Right. Um, who's you know who's cute or whatever, but like they hang together in the suite, and they always put the camera on them. And okay, like once or twice, yeah, it's a thing. But now it's a, you know, it's like the, it's an entire franchise within the franchise. Okay, and there can was I say this thing that comes out? Okay. The, Taylor Swift has added three hundred and thirty million dollars in value to the NFL's TV product. And, you know, and all of this stuff, and that. it's like the Swifties are taking over the NFL. That's annoying. Like, the NFL didn't need to be taken over by Taylor Swift fans, <laughs> right? Like, the, it was it was a going concern before this came along. It was a um, going concern. I, wait a minute. I don't think – so I – can I say what I think actually is happening here? I, it just occurred to me while we were talking about this. It's that it. one of the things that has changed – when COVID had no, when everything got shut down with COVID and they had those idiotic signs in the stands, you remember, of it looked like people, but it wasn't really people or they had TVs or whatever it was. And everything, you know, the lefties like ruined everything, right? And so like nobody could go to a game, nobody right. could do anything fun. Like joy was just sucked from the marrow of the American, you know, uh, skeletal system and everybody sat around and were miserable because lefties wanted to feel safe well since all of that has ended and now everybody you know sports and my son and I've talked about this quite a bit how college sports uh football NFL all the talk before COVID remember was the head injury crap and yeah and you know, should the NFL even exist? Well, everybody came through COVID and was like, screw that crap, man. I'm going to a game. And people have been back and the NFL has been like a force, college football, you know, and it's helped that things have been particularly exciting in, in both college and professional football, where there's been teams that were unexpected and unexpectedly great teams that haven't done well for years are doing great, you know, really, uh, uh, you know, like the college championship, the, and the semifinals were, you know, really well-matched teams and the games were good, you know, like things have been kind of great. And so like, I think this is kind of uh, the media kind of um, going, uh, trying to capture or, uh, um, partake in something that is not particularly um born in is the word you're looking for yeah they born they, in it's the entertainment media right. and the entertainment complex trying to glom on to the nfl which is actually being successful now while they are not they make movie after movie that no one wants to watch the recording industry other than taylor swift is in an absolute depression right um, and so, yeah, like the NFL, that's something that works. So let's go try to stick our hooks in that. Well, the thing I think is, that's is, definitely an element of this. Yeah, I think that's part of it. And I think they also are like, um, 
are like, oh, one of the things that the kind of the smacking down of the Bud Light thing and, and this kind of anti-woke crap, because all the kneeling has stopped as well, or if, it, you know, all of that kind of thing, everybody's fed the heck up with that BS. And, and those, and the conservative people have won. I mean, we should know that right. we have no, that's won. That's definitely true. Uh, the true. fact that these sports are so popular, the fact that there's interest in it again, the fact that everybody's enjoying this so much and just having a good time, um, which is antithetical to being a lefty, by the way. So the lefties who have made their lives miserable are trying to kind of own this type of thing because um, Taylor is a big time Democrat, right? So like, so now they can be part of this something that five minutes ago, it's, it reminds me of the Me Too thing, how it evaporated with all the transgenders. Now uh, in the reverse, we have the, the, you know, NFL's terrible and it's harming our young people and blah, 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 blah. And they're even trying in California to get rid of high school football, I think, yeah, because tackle football, right? tackle football. So like, it's not like these jerks haven't stopped, but they they do know a good thing when they see it and and they they are trying to attach the Biden brand the democrat brand via Taylor to the NFL and i think i think that's a i don't think that's a conspiracy theory i think that's just you know an obvious thing that's happening yeah. and and so yeah. it's I mean, just it's just annoying. basic marketing is what it is i mean there's, well, no, there's right. no doubt about that yeah and ah but it is annoying. And I find it annoying on all sides because you've got some people who, you know, are like, you know, it's a, some evil thing. I don't think so. I think it's just, but it is, it's like, just let people enjoy their, their thing. Why can't we just, um, what's the name of the comedian? Um, Bill Burr has a great thing about, you know, cause he loves football and he he watches every single game. He's like completely obsessed. And he's like, why can't we just have a thing? Why can't we just have? And I, and that's how I feel. Right. And and um, you know, I do feel like this element of just this whole thing being foisted on us again. It's just like stop yeah. it. Um, well, and I think it's because the people that we're talking about, the cultural elite, the political elite. Um, you know, they're obsessed with power. And, you know, they want power over this, just like yeah. they want power over everything else. And they're 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 desperate to have it because they're terrified of what happens to things that they don't control mm -hmm. would be successful without their involvement right. and influence. Um, and they see over and over and over again. <laughs> those things mm -hmm. um, pop, right? Because generally speaking, when, for example, conservatives uh, make a play into the entertainment business, it tends to be pretty successful. Ben Shapiro has a number one hit as a rapper. Does he? Yes. This week, Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald have a song that is sitting at number one. It's a <laughs> rap song. And it's a conservative song. And what? the left is aghast at the idea that Ben Shapiro would come along and knock off all of these, you know, super hyped 
uh, recording artists. And of course, the same thing happened a little while ago with Oliver right. Anthony, right? So you know, like, that's you kind of hilarious because Ben and I got an argument years ago on Twitter about whether rap was music or not. And and um, Carol Markowitz, who's also a friend, she she and I were chiming in because I've always been a rap fan. And so yeah. is Carol. And, and Ben is like, rap, it sucks. It's not really music, blah, blah, blah. I and I think he proved his case. Well, so then he, well, because the thing is, he's a classically trained violinist. Yeah. And, but so am I. And so I was like, so what? I was like, I know that, you know, you know, classical music and I played the violin too, but it, it doesn't mean that rap. No. And then he was, you know, uh, belly aching about melody and all this stuff. So I've got to go listen to it. I haven't heard it. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, you know, and he, he got into that big snit about, um, uh, uh, Cardi B and and right. uh, Megan the Stallion, and he was exactly right about that. Yeah. But you know, but the point is, is he's been a critic of all this stuff, and now you know he gets together with McDonald and he does a number one song, uh, and I've not heard it, so I'll have to like uh, we'll listen to, to it and we'll see if it's to... actually good. Um, hey, although McDonald's stuff is generally speaking pretty good. So let's put a link to uh, Ben's song. Yeah, we need the, to do that in, so you can the, you can hear for yourself. But anyway, the point mind. is, um, when conservatives actually make forays into the left's territory on some of these things, whether it's mm -hmm. entertainment media or, or what have you, um, and I would I'd even count Trump as a political foray of you know people not of that ruling cultural elite class. Um, you know, actually go and beat them at their own game quite often and not like not enough of us actually go and do it. Um, but we tend to be pretty successful when we do, largely because we actually have to be good at things to be successful, whereas they generally don't <laughs> necessarily. And so good. they have to be in control of all of these things and they have to horn in on the stuff that works. Otherwise, they'll lose the hegemony they have over all of these different institutions that are crucial to their project. And I think that there is an element of that at work with this Taylor Swift NFL thing. Um, in fact, I know that there is. So, um, I you know, and that, oh. that adds to the annoyance that comes from this, because as you say, they, they have no place here. This is not their thing. Okay. Right. Football, well, you know, Biden, Biden goes in. It is the quintessential American sport. Right. Okay. And you guys don't like football. You don't like the country. Right. Okay. So stay out of it. It's not for you. Well, like if Biden came into this, he, Biden doesn't come into stadiums because he's afraid he'd be booed. Trump goes into stadiums because he knows he'll be cheered. I mean, there is an element of, you know, and so it's kind of like we're going to come in and stomp on your thing. <laughs> Not, yes. I mean, NFL is American thing. It, it transcends um, politics, right or left. But even still, there's just an element of that. You know, as an aside, I always thought I always said the word hegemony. I didn't say hegemony. Now I have to look it up because I, I you, you said it differently than I do. I've always heard it as hegemony. You're probably right. I, there's so many words that I've looked up and I'm like, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. Here's another thing too. You use the word foisted. 
one of the best. Um, it's one of my favorite words. It's a great word. And there's a um, episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm called Foisted. It is the funniest, ep- I'm not even joking, one of the funniest episodes in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'll just give everybody a thumbnail and then you guys can go watch it. But it was, um, he had a, like, some sort of, um, the woman working for him had been foisted on him by someone else and she had a disability. So he didn't feel like he could fire her. And then he foisted her on um, someone, someone else. And this whole episode, it's just so great. And uh, so anyway, I highly encourage everybody to watch that because it's just a, it's a classic. And in Washington, D.C., foisting happens all the time. You'll wonder why somebody who is like a no-talent ass clown ends up one place and then another place and then another place. And you're like, how? Who keeps hiring this person? Well, what happens is no, because nobody wants to be on the bad side of crazy people in D.C., and right. there's a lot of crazy people right. the, instead of firing them they'll they'll write they kick them upstairs they can, yeah they help them get another job and then they get another job and anybody who knows that person is like this is a strange thing that person shouldn't have a job anyway so right. foisting is a thing very much in politics and we're being foisted upon the american people all of us who, you know, and I, I will say this about Taylor Swift. I disliked her before disliking her was popular. I am a, I am a Taylor Swift hater hipster. And so, okay. you know, the yeah. early adopter. I am an early adopter. I, okay. My daughter and I both, we were like, we can't understand it. We don't like it. We, it, it, Taylor Swift and, I, and the other one who's like this is Drake. I don't get it. He sucks. His music sucks. Everything about him sucks. I don't get it. And that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. So anyway, now now you guys okay. know my opinions about these two people. Um, so, so this will be a commented upon episode. Possibly. Because when there's a the lot Swifties, of Swifties get a hold of you, boy, oh boy. You know, I, I suspect it'll be like, it, the the worst thing about this, and you probably have a couple of these things too. There's a, a couple of people, if you write about this topic, you are going to get hate. And I'm going to give you some insider things here. So over the years, if you ever write about vegans, you oh, yeah. are going to get harassed because yeah. it's a freaking religion to these people. The Absolutely. other people is the men's rights groups who are anti-circumcision because it's a surgery against their will. If you oh, write man. about circumcision, and I have, you, you, you are it. gonna get inundated with people uh, <laughs> writing to you. Oh, so there's, yeah. a, there's a couple topics that just bring the crazies out like nothing. I mean, I've written about transgender stuff and they have nothing on the vegans. <laughs> the, the vegans are an angry group of people. They need some Yes, protein. they are. That's They're... right. They're protein deficient and it makes them cranky. And it makes them cranky. Woo. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we should uh, 
be done for the day. <laughs> I don't know if we have any more insight to give our poor readers who and uh, listeners and uh, subscribers here. But for all of you listening, please like and subscribe uh, to the spectacle and to the American Spectator. And um, follow us, of course, over at spectator.org. And many thanks to um, Kate and to our inside producer, who is a young woman named Aubrey Gulick, who has been helping Scott and I. And if you're a subscriber, you um, will receive her email during the week. She sends out a newsletter. And we've got a ton of young writers um, at the American Spectator who um, have great things to say and they have their own podcast. So I encourage you to go over and listen to them as well. So thank you all. And thank you, Scott. This has been an entertaining one. Um, appreciate it. And, um, God bless the NFL and good luck to Taylor and, uh, whatever his name, Kelsey, whatever. I, I, the football player who, who, Vladi informed me got 15 receptions and beat Jerry Rice's. Um, that he did. Uh, so that he did. I mean, Good I can't him. believe that. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> All right. It says more about the fact that the Chiefs' wide receivers are really not that good, but whatever. Right. Okay. <laughs> we we won't. We will not get into that. All right. So. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>